Thanks for pressing play on episode 60. And this week, we're going to be focusing on the long-term implications of COVID-19. That's right. I'm going to talk to you about long haulers. Hello there, my name is Dr. Cameron Jones and I'm an environmental microbiologist. And in this week's live stream, I'm going to be covering some research highlights focusing on the long-term implications of SARS-CoV-2 virus. Now, that's right, no one wants to get the virus, no one wants to be tested and find out that they're positive, but we're going to be focusing on the long-term implications of this illness. And in fact, those people are starting to call themselves long haulers. And there's some trending hashtags in social media. And I thought I would dive into the research literature and bring you back some of the key points of this research because it could happen to you and we do need to be aware of all of this. So, Does COVID-19 have long-term impact? Well, we're still learning all about the implications of this illness, and that's the very problem. We don't know what's going to happen in the long term. Obviously, the clinical response is becoming better understood, but we know that patients are experiencing long-term symptoms and These are becoming widely discussed in the research literature and not just in the medical literature and certainly in the mainstream press as well. And what does this mean? This means not returning to normal health perhaps two to three weeks after first testing positive. And we know that this is happening to approximately 35% of people and As I mentioned, the medical and scientific literature is beginning to explore this important topic. Now, what does the research literature have to say about this? Well, it is in fact a new field of study. So there are really only about 10 or 12 publications focusing on this. Now, I've gone through all of these this week and I'm going to talk about one of the main ones, which is a small research study from Rome that was looking at 147 patients. And 87% of those, when they got out of hospital, one symptom was experienced by them for at least 60 days. Now think about it. You've been discharged from hospital but you've still got ongoing symptoms. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, okay, 13% of the people were a-okay. They recovered and returned to normal health. But 32% are experiencing one to two symptoms two months later, and 55% of this group, the long haulers, are experiencing adverse health symptoms 60 days later, and they're experiencing three symptoms. So 
What are these symptoms? Well, they are the common ones. Fatigue, shortness of breath, often called dyspnea, joint pain, chest pain, and some really high profile individuals in the media are starting to talk about their experience as long haulers. Famously, Chris Cuomo, a CNN journalist, and Alyssa Milano, a famous actress who appeared in Melrose Place and in Charmed. She's talked about her hair falling out. Chris Cuomo's spoken about his battle with chronic fatigue and even depression. And you can see in the graph that I've put up, which is extracted from the Rome study, that there is this long tail of symptoms that are often experienced during the acute phase of the infection, persisting some one, two months after initial infection. And this is very concerning. Now, if we move away from the clinical experience, what the medical doctors are writing in the journals, and we move to social media. Some other scientists have been delving into what's appearing in social media. And the most important hashtags, if you yourself want to follow this dialogue online, look up long COVID, chronic COVID, long haulers. These are the hashtags that People, just like you and I, who might have been exposed to COVID-19, might have had COVID-19, I should say, are experiencing and talking about. And this is called patient-led research. And patient-led support groups are popping up all over the internet, on Slack, on Facebook. And if we go into this, as these scientists have done, They similarly find that fatigue, shortness of breath, chest pain and cough are in the top five symptoms, just like were discovered by the medical researchers and scientists. Importantly, other less common symptoms like tinnitus, ringing in the ears, loss of smell, brain fog, dizziness, difficulty concentrating. These are a lot of the other symptoms that are also being experienced by the long haulers. And they are typified by those individuals who are not returning to normal health within two to three weeks of testing. And this is being experienced by a large group of people. In fact, up to a third of people. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. So what you might be asking, well, the important thing to take away from not only the medical research, but also the social media research is that not all long haulers were hospitalized, meaning that even a mild infection with the SARS-CoV-2 virus can lead to long-term health ramifications. Obviously, if you have pre-existing chronic health problems, these are going to exacerbate the experience of COVID. And most of us know that diabetes and obesity 
advanced age and even being a man predispose you to potentially life-threatening response to infection with the SARS-CoV-2 virus. But those individuals who exemplify and demonstrate symptoms such as chronic fatigue and even mold-sensitive patients could definitely have the underlying set of inflammatory response that could be exacerbated by a further infection. And certainly the scientific and medical research every day is demonstrating that co-infection with other microorganisms are in fact challenges for those individuals who end up being infected with the SARS-CoV-2 virus. So where do we go from here? Obviously, none of us want to be exposed to the SARS-CoV-2 virus and go on to get COVID-19 infection or the disease. But if we do, we need to be mindful of the long-term health impacts being a long COVID or a long hauler. What can we do? Well, obviously, mask wearing, hand washing, and social distancing until effective treatments become available is what we need to focus on doing and adjusting our behavior accordingly because no one wants to become a long hauler. In any case, I'm going to be following this exciting research area. But if you're already sick or suffering as a long hauler, well, why not join one of these support groups online and follow the research. Check out this page over the coming weeks and months because I'm going to be doing further live streams on what I think is a very important public health topic. In any case, stay well. See you next week. Bye for now. Thanks for joining me this week on The Mold Show. Make sure to visit our website at themoldshow.com where you can subscribe on iTunes so you'll never miss an episode. You can also follow up on specific content or any of the references that were discussed, which I always put up on the show notes. If you found value in this podcast, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or tell a friend or share this episode out to your network and family. As always, you can reach me on socials at Dr. Cameron Jones, and I'm always happy to answer your questions. Have a great week and bye for now.